The Machine Blast number 695. As the Cardinals complete the weekend sweep over the Cubs, we'll recap all of the action from the weekend, including the appearance of September Yachty. Plus, Jack Flaherty is back on the mound today at Bush Stadium, which means someone had to be sent down. All on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffron. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, lifetime Cardinals fan, and I am your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're also available on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. I'd like to start today's podcast with a little ditty, a remix, if you will. Go Cards, go. Go Cards, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cards beat you again today. All right, not my best work, but I hope everyone had their brooms in hand on Sunday as the Cardinals completed the three-game weekend sweep over the Chicago Cubs in about as sweet as a way as possible that you can do it. With Albert Pools coming off the bench, popping career home run number 695 to win it on Sunday, the Cardinals have now reeled off four wins in a row and have won eight of their last 10 and now have an eight-and-a-half game lead over the Brewers. They're running away with the NL Central Division Championship. You guys realize that, right? At the All-Star break, people weren't quite sure what to make of this team. You had Goldie. You had Arenado putting up sick numbers. But there wasn't consistent output from the rest of the lineup. The pitching staff short a few arms, and it showed. The standings, second place at the end of July, a few games back of Milwaukee. Everybody was wondering what's going to happen at the trade deadline. But since the All-Star break, they have arguably been the best team in baseball. Going into the break, they were a respectable 50-44. and 44. But since the break, 29-11, and 11, they go 22-7 in August and start off the month of September 3-0 with the sweep of the Cubs at Bush Stadium. So let's reminisce a bit, shall we? Let me take you back to game one on Friday night where Jordan Montgomery got the start and the Cubs Man, they got to be grateful. They do not have to see Jordan Montgomery anymore this season because he has completely owned them. Jordan tosses another six shutout innings, allowing seven hits, two walks, while adding four punchies. The Cubs had a chance to score on him in the first inning. It was first and third, nobody out, but you get that awesome short hop pick and throw home by basically the god of defense these days. What Nolan Arenado cuts down the runner at the plate. They get out of the inning. Card score in the bottom half on a two-run single by Tyler O'Neill. Top of three, Cubs threatened again. Bases loaded, one out, and Montgomery gets the double play ball. Bottom of six, O'Neill single, steals second. And uh, Dickerson, Corey friggin' Dickerson, having an amazing second half. He was a guy I wanted DFA'd in the first half. He's been amazing. He's been fantastic. Singles to right field, scores O'Neill. It's three to nothing. Top of seven, the Cubs get a couple singles to start the inning, and that ends Montgomery's night. But the threat remains. There are people on base. So they bring in Jordan Hicks, who proceeds 
to strike out the next three hitters and looked about as filthy as he has all season while doing it. Bottom of the seventh, he get a two-run big fly by Newt Barr off of a lefty, no less, who he has struggled against this season. 11th home run of the season. That makes it five to nothing. We get a cool moment in the bottom of the eight when St. Louis native Ben Deluzio makes his MLB debut and pinch hits for Dickerson. And I would like to apologize because on Friday, Deluzio gets called up. We hear about it. I scramble to get whatever information about him I can find. And I genuinely had no clue that Deluzio was born in St. Louis. I did not know that when we initially talked about him. Uh, read that he grew up in Florida, but uh, born in the Lou. Played at Florida State, so I was like, okay, all this Florida stuff. Born in St. Louis. How about that? So uh had to be a cool moment for him to make his debut with the Cardinals. He ends up drawing a walk. Yachty singles, by the way, second hit of the night. And then Tommy Tank shots Edmund. Blasts a three-run home run to left, making it eight to nothing. That's his 12th dinger of the season. Stratton, damn glad to meet you, comes on in the eighth. He gets the final six outs with the final out being caught by Deluzio and center field. So another pretty awesome moment for the 28-year-old rookie. And the Cardinals get the 8 to nothing shutout victory. Montgomery goes to 8-3 on the season, but more importantly, he's now 5-0 and as a Cardinal. Hicks does that Houdini act in the one inning of work that he was in. Uh, Stratton gets the two shutout innings, and on a night where Goldie and Arenado go hitless. The Cardinals still put up eight runs and win. O'Neal stays hot. September Yachty, he arrives, goes two for three, just an all-round solid effort by the team. We're going to move on to Saturday and Sunday next on Locked on Cardinals. But first, a reminder that as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to help spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small business rates LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you'll want to talk to faster. Did you know that every single week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? And I'm one of them. I am always on the search for my next cool job. Doesn't mean I'm leaving all my other jobs. Not like I'm leaving Locked on Cardinals or anything soon. I just got here. But you never know. You never know when that next opportunity is going to be out there. And if you're one of those businesses that has an opening, post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on MLB. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So let's focus now on uh, what happened on Saturday. Let me get my little thing up there. There we go. That way you guys know. You know, you, know, you can always hit me up on Twitter at JD Sports Radio. I don't, I don't want to keep that hidden from you guys. You know, it's very, very important. So, all right. So uh, let's go to Saturday. Pitchers. Adam Wainwright on the bump against Drew Smiley. So you thought, this might be a pretty decent pitching matchup. Could be. Smiley pitched very, very well last time against the Cardinals, and we know what Wainwright can do. Saturday's game was also, because we're making history all the time this season for the Cardinals, uh, the 323rd start of Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina's career as battery mates, bringing them within one start of, of tying the MLB record set by Mickey Lolich. 
You know Mickey Lolich? No, you probably don't. Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehand of the Tigers hold the record, so they're creeping. And if all goes well, Molina and Wainwright will establish themselves as the most durable battery in history on Thursday against the Nationals. With 212 team wins in their starts, Wainwright and Molina are already the most successful battery in history. So they just keep adding numbers. Got another one for you. How about this? Also start number 2097 as a catcher, which tied Molina with Carlton Fisk for all time in Major League Baseball. Pretty good stuff, man. Amazing history right before our eyes. Uh, let's talk about the game, though. Early on, you could tell Adam Wainwright did not quite have his good stuff as the Cubs put up three straight singles to take a one to nothing lead. Then with two outs, another two-run single makes it three to nothing. And then everyone in the crowd, you know, you're all kind of murmuring to each other like, yo, what are the Cubs doing here? This is Waino, Adam Wainwright. You aren't supposed to be able to hit Waino like this. Knock it off. But the Cardinals batch are like, hey, hey, everybody calm down. We got this. Chill out. With one out, O'Neill walks, bringing in Paul Goldschmidt, who for him has been struggling recently, coming in just four for his last 24 into this at bat. He falls behind 0-2, and then they make a mistake. Smiley puts one up and away, and Goldie rips it. Fastball, right field, zips it over the wall. Two-run dinger is 34th of the year, making it 3-2 to two Cubs. Fast forward to the bottom of the third, and then the muscle-bound slugger himself, Tommy Tank Shots Edmund, steps in again to swing the lumber, and he rips an oppo taco bomb to right field. That makes it 3-3. Three to three. Lucky number 13 on the year for Tommy, who now has five home runs in his last 56 plate appearances and has already surpassed his career high of home runs in a season, which was previously 11. Dude's been incredible lately. I don't know where all of this sudden power is coming from Edmund, but keep it coming, dude. So with Tommy mashing all these taters, it makes the next hitter, Tyler O'Neill, who's known for his workouts and his Popeye-like torso, it makes him a little jealous. Can't let Edmund have all the fun. So uh, Bro Neal does what he does best, and that's hit an 0-1 hanger basically to East St. Louis. 423 feet into left field, he makes it 4-3 to Redbirds. Bro Neal's 13th of the year, his 6th in his last 54 plate appearances, and ninth since the All-Star break. To say that Tyler O'Neill is hot, understatement. Goldie then singles. Arenado walks. Albert, eh, he flies out. Then Goldenado pulls off the double steal. How many times do you see that? But they do it because it's just plain fun. Carlson then walks. That brings us to September Yachty, whose confidence at the plate, it's on the rise, folks. It's on the rise. You start to see the Yachty smile while he's running the bases and while he's out there on the field again. He's having a good time, especially when he drives one into right center, clearing the bases, making it seven to three. Yachty throws his arms up in the air like Rocky when he's running the steps in Philadelphia. The crowd is going bonkers for their fan favorite. And he's had such a tough go lately, man. It's it's been really, really tough for him at the plate here in his final season. And to see him succeed. In another huge spot, it just it just it warms the hearts of us Cardinal fans. And if that wasn't enough, Yachty then decides he's going to get a little cocky, shows off his blazing speed and the baseball intellect, but mostly the blazing speed that he possesses. He steals third base off the pitcher. Pitcher doesn't even look at him. For those of you who have kids or are a kid and still plays baseball, watch the way the Cardinals run the bases. It's amazing how good they are. Not the fastest team in the league. Yeah, you've got uh, Edmund and O'Neill, Bader, with super-duper fast as well. Carlson runs well. But 
guys stealing bases like you're watching a double steal between Goldschmidt and Arenado, they're not going to win a lot of races against people in the major leagues. Yachty is certainly not going to outrun people ever in any way, shape, or form of life. Albert is trying to steal bases and stuff. We know he can't run anymore, but still, they do it because they're paying attention. They're watching when the pitcher is not, and they pick up on these little things, and that's why they're Hall of Famers. That's why they've been superstars for as long as they've been. They're smart, and they pay attention. So Yachty ends up stealing third base. That's 71 career stolen bases for Yachty, putting him – hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do this math real quick. That puts him 817 behind Cardinals career leader Lou Brock. You still got time, Yachty. There's still some some time left in the in the season, so keep it up. Uh, DeYoung then walks. Newt pinch hits for Deluzio, who got the start. And uh, Newt ends up getting a sack fly to left field. And again, the wheels of Yachty come into play. He tags up, scores. Eight to three good guys. Uh, the Cubs get another one off Wayno in the fifth, so Ali decided to yank him after that inning. And according to John Denton at MLB.com, he wrote up the uh, game recap. And uh, after the game, they had asked Wayno. Uh, what he thought about getting pulled in the fifth inning. And this was his quote. I think Yadier told them, get this guy out of there because he stinks today. I knew what my stuff looked like, but it also could have been better if I made a pitch here or there. It wasn't great, and I understood getting pulled, but I wanted them to know I, I could have gone one more. I could have and should have gone six, but we won the game. If you win the game with your pitcher looking like that on the mound, you've done something. And no need to overcook Wayno in a game that you – have in control. So Ali goes to the pen and they deliver. Palante, Woodford, Romero, Gallegos. They throw four shutout innings and allow a combined one hit and one walk. And the Cardinals win at eight to four. Wainwright gets his 10th win to give him 12 seasons with double digit victory. Second in franchise history, only to the great Bob Gibson, who had 14 in his illustrious career. After the game, the reporters asked Yachty about Wainwright getting pulled. And he said, don't talk to me today about Wayno because he's mad at me. And then he kind of broke into a laugh. I was honest with the coaches about Wainwright, and he didn't like it, but we had to turn the page. He knows that I love him, but I'm always going to be honest with him and the team. When you don't have your best and you still go five innings, that's amazing. And it tells you how good he is. Yachty had the day off on Sunday. So in the end, in his career against the Chicago Cubs, he ends up hitting 285 with 48 doubles, 18 home runs, 118 RBIs, and 13 stolen bases in 247 games against the Cubs. So uh, congratulations on a heck of a career against Chicago, Yachty. We appreciate you. Now, we move on to Sunday's game, and the Cardinals have a chance to sweep the Cubs. In their final series against each other this season, Miles Michaelis got the ball against Marcus Stroman for the Cubbies. Michaelis trying to kind of bounce back after a couple of subpar efforts um, for what he's been doing this year. And he knows he's been struggling. It's okay. Um Chance to write the ship. Let's put it that way. And then you got Albert. All right. Albert, who hadn't gotten a home run in the series yet, although he did fly out to deep left field a couple of times and got everybody excited just for it to go. Pew, warning track power. Uh, I'm sure the guys in the dugout were giving him some grief over that. At least that's what they used to do to, to me when I would fly out to, to the warning track. They'd be like, oh, get to the get to the gym. You're clearly not not doing enough. Uh, but Albert, not in the starting lineup on Sunday. 42. He's a 42-year-old man. Some people think he's older than that. Can't play every day. Stroman's a right-hander. It made sense. Give him a Sunday off. It's okay. But I know everybody wants to see Albert in the lineup each and every day because we want to see history. So I get us being selfish, but 
right call by Ali to uh, let him have a day off. So let's go to the game. Both pitchers come out dealing in this one. Stroman throws seven innings of shutout ball. Michaelis on the other side, matching him pitch for pitch, going eight shutout innings. Bottom of eighth. Let's go ahead and fast forward because nothing's happened so far. The score, 0-0 going into the bottom of the eighth. The Cubs decide to call on to the, uh, the bullpen, and they go, let's bring the lefty in. Let's go ahead and bring that left-hander in. Brandon Hughes comes in to pitch for the Cubs, and the Cardinals, they got a guy on the bench. They got this guy, pretty darn good against lefty. So perhaps Albert makes a cameo. Kisner leads off and grounds out, but then Edmund smokes a double into left field, and out comes Pujols. Comes stomping out of the dugout. He's going to pinch in for the left-hander, Newt Bar. But wait a second. There's no way they're going to throw to him, right? No way. There's a base open. Tommy's on second. Albert, notorious murderer of the left-handed pitchers. You got to walk him, right? Or at least pitch around him, see if he'll chase some stuff. First pitch, high heat, but over the plate, out of the zone. Albert fouls it off. All right? That was a test pitch. See if he would chase it. No way he goes back to the well again, right? They're, you're not going to throw Albert a strike, right? And as Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, wrong. Hughes throws a 94-mile-per-hour fastball up and in, and Albert hits an absolute nuke over the Cardinals' bullpen in left field. 105.7 miles per hour off the bat, 429 feet. Home run, number 695 in his career. His 16th of the season, 2 to nothing lead for the Cardinals. And what would be his final at bat against the Cubs? A pinch hit, two-run homer, and the crowd is loving every second of it. Albert is smiling as he trots around the bases because even he can't believe they pitched to him. An incredible scene at Bush Stadium on a day where there was little to no offense whatsoever. Albert steals the show. He's now one shy of Alex Rodriguez for fourth all-time. Five away from 700 and 199 career games against the Cubs, most of them coming in a Cardinal uniform. Pujols mashes 59 home runs, 99 extra base hits, and 149 RBIs. Helsley comes in the ninth for the save. Cards win it 2 to nothing. Michaelis picks up his 11th win of the year and a fitting end to the Cardinals and Cubs series for 2022. And forever for Yachty and Albert. Yachty has two great days at the plate on Friday and Saturday. Albert does his thing on Sunday. It's like they're, they're walking off into the sunset. And the Cubs are just like, thank you. God, <laughs> we don't have to face these guys anymore in a Cardinal uniform. I just want to reiterate, uh, reiterate that it's a, a special time in St. Louis right now. It's a very special time in St. Louis with this team, and I hope everyone is enjoying it as much as I am. I implore you. I beg you. If you have the means and you have the time, go to the ballpark in this final month and be a part of this magical season that we are getting to where we're getting to witness two of the greatest Cardinals of all time, two of the greatest major league baseball players of all time help push this team to a division championship and hopefully further. Now I would be saying three of the greatest Cardinals of all time with Wainwright, but the more I see him pitch, the more I think he's coming back next year. I have no sources or inside scoops that tells me about this. He just seems like a guy who isn't done yet. Does he, does he seem that way to you guys? Like he's running out to the mound before his start on Saturday, uh, doing the whole bullpen thing that he did with ESPN. He doesn't sound like a guy who's saying goodbye. 
he looks like somebody who still has a whole lot to give and wants to still, still compete every day. Now, if the Cardinals win the World Series and he can go out on top, perhaps that changes his mind. But on this date, September the 5th, I think Adam Wainwright's coming back for another season. But that's just me. That's my opinion. Uh, Cardinals have the worst team in baseball in town for the next four games, although they just came off of a series victory over the Mets. So that's saying something. But uh, the Washington Nationals in town for the next four games. Today is the return of Jack Flaherty to the mound. And according to Katie Wu from The Athletic in a corresponding move of activating Flaherty for Monday's game, the Cardinals have option to go to Hudson to Memphis. Hudson will continue working on the areas he's already made improvements on, his pace, his accuracy in the zone and he'll be used as the team's 27th man spot starter in their upcoming doubleheader against the Cincinnati Reds, and he'll be starting for Memphis on Tuesday. So that's the latest. That's what's going on. Thanks again for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked on Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked on Bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. I know uh, Thursday, because I'm a big fantasy guy, when it comes to fantasy football, we've got uh, the Bills and the Rams. We'll kick things off on Thursday. I've got over here, if you're watching on YouTube, i got my Packers stuff ready to go. I'm excited about the NFL season, but we still got a lot to do, a lot of work to do still in the Major League Baseball season. So uh, we're going to keep you posted on all of it. Always, always be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. You are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time right here on Locked on Cardinals. (laughs) 